So, hey, welcome again to uh, Wednesday Night Net, and uh, yeah, glad you're here. We're just, you know, Russell and I get to talk some, we're just excited to see what God is doing, and uh, um, just anticipating him to move more and more. So, excited you want to be a part of that, and just seeking him out, and uh, I think we had a great opportunity to be going after each other's hearts here in this time, and... uh, Got a little bit different start off to this evening. Uh, where's Colin at? Oh, there he is. Um, Colin's got some things he wants to share, just uh, maybe some words of ministry and knowledge that uh, he wants to pass along to us. So I'm going to just let him kick it off. And Colin, I'll even let you be the spiritual guy and pray us into the next step, too, if you want to do that. Can you take out your Bibles? Let's go back to the let's go back to the beginning of the net real quick because I want to share something that I think that was really encouraging to me recently and I'd like to share that with you as we kind of start this next round of the net. So let's go back to the very beginning. Let's go to Luke 5, the very beginning and would somebody volunteer to read that real quick. Let's, let's talk about Luke 5, one, verses 1 through uh, 11, if we would. Please. Luke 5, 1 through 11. On one occasion, while the crowd was pressing in on him to hear the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, and he saw two boats by the lake, but the fishermen had gone out from them had gone out of them and were washing their nets. Getting into one of the boats, which was Simon's, he asked him to put out a little from the land, and he sat down and called the people from the boat. And when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. And Simon answered, Master, we toiled all night and took nothing, but at your word I will let down the nets. And when they had done this, they enclosed a large number of fish, and their nets were breaking. They signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats so that they began to sink. But when Simon Peter saw it, saw it he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of the fish they had taken. And also were James and John, sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid, for now you will be catching men. When they had brought their boats to land, they left everything. Okay, uh, first word of encouragement. Thank you. Thanks. First word of encouragement, he says, Don't be afraid. We've heard that a lot in the Bible, by the way. Don't be afraid. Um, from now on, the promise is forever. Promises you will catch men. So here we are at the end of kind of our first session of the net, and that's kind of where we find ourselves. We're at, we've been taught to trust in him, cast the net, and that forever we will be those who catch men. And that, that's kind of where we are right now. So over the summer... I was kind of 
praying through this a little bit and asking some questions at kind of at Russell's request of, so what, so what now? Where are we going with it? What's the idea behind this? And I've, I found, I got it. The Lord gave me an incredible response, and I'm going to share that with you if I can. How many of you guys know how to fish? How many of you are really good fishermen? Well, clearly I'm the best fisherman in here, so maybe I ought to go somewhere else and talk about this, but no. <laughs> I know I fish a little bit. Let me just, let's, let's talk about, so you, caught, you catch a fish, okay? And I'm a fly fisherman, so I catch a fish, and I typically bring him as close as I can, and I bend into the water, and I catch him gently with the net, and after I catch that, I put my hand underneath the net, never trying to touch the fish, turn his face upstream, and re- release the hook if it's barbed. I fish typically with no barbs on the hook, so I don't, and then I release him gently after he's ready to live again to kind of go on his way. Uh, that's a technique. So I'm thinking, okay, is that what we're supposed to do? We've got them in the net, and now we release them. There's another technique. How many of you ever watched Bassmasters on ESPN? Yeah. <laughs> what do they do? They heave-ho them. If they even use a net at all, sometimes they do use a net if it's a big one. And what do they do? They immediately just grab him and throw him in a live well, and they zip on back as fast as they can so they can show how much they weighed, and they throw him out. And I'm not sure what that's what we're supposed to do either, though, right? Then if you ever go fishing with my father-in-law, <laughs> in northern Minnesota, he catches them, nets them, takes forever to get the hook out, fish is half dead, throws him on a stringer, and he gets him, puts him on a stringer, kind of does whatever he's got to do, finally takes him back, goes into the fish house, cleans him, deguts him, kills him, and then eats him. So I'm thinking, Lord, I don't think that's what we're supposed to do either. So I think we let him go, and I don't think we just take him back so we can show him as a prize. And we certainly don't want to kill him. So I said, Lord, what is it then? We've got him in the net. We've got a great net. We're catching men, and we're doing what we've been called to do. But even I don't even know what I'm supposed to do. And the Lord said, well, keep reading. So... I went, if, if, if you'll turn with me, keep, stay into Luke. Now, this story, by the way, is shared in, uh, in the Synoptic Gospels in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. A little bit different perspectives from Matthew and Mark, but this is Luke's perspective. And let's go down a few verses to verse 17. Where Jesus is healing the paralytic. And again, this is told by both Matthew and Mark, a little bit different perspectives again. Because this is more of a Gentile approach to the thing, I'm going to read this version and talk about what the Lord revealed to me about, so what? We're in the net, we've, we've caught men in the net, and what are we supposed to do? And many of you have heard this, you all know it, I'm sure, but you've, you've probably heard it from a couple different perspectives. The Lord gave me a, kind of this other perspective. One day, as he was teaching, Pharisees and teachers of the law who had come from every village of Galilee and from Judea and Jerusalem. Okay, stop. 
The other versions say that he was in Capernaum at the time he was doing this. Where's Capernaum? Okay, it's on the north shore of Galilee. It's one of the three cities, three towns that kind of was the main area where Jesus preached, right? In Capernaum and Chorazin and Bethsaida. It's kind of in their triangle on the North Sea of Galilee. And it's said he's teaching there, and look who it says were there. The Pharisees and the teachers, the scribes, from where? From the region of Galilee. Let's call that 30, 40, 50 miles around. And where else? Judea and Jerusalem. That's, it, it goes from the north, the kind of the region of Galilee, to Samaria and then into Judea. So here there were, there was this calling of doubting of these teachers of, of then, the Pharisees and the scribes, who wanted to see this guy, Jesus, and they came from as far away as Jerusalem that's about 100 miles away. So this isn't just a bunch of guys gaggled around here now just kind of saying, hey, there was intention to come and see what this was all about. Some say this was in Capernaum, perhaps at the house of Peter. We don't know, but it was at some kind of a house. Let's read on real quick. Um, And they were sitting there. Okay. And the power of the Lord was present for him to heal the sick. The, The power came over Christ. By his mere presence, he could heal. And these, obviously, the Pharisees were saying, this is blasphemy, this can't happen. But they were attracted to see what this Lord Jesus Christ was all about. So they all huddled up intentionally, somehow, all these guys. These are Pharisees now. These are churchgoers. Non-belief, they're kind of, hmm, okay. Some men came carrying a paralytic on a map, on, I'm sorry, on a mat. Some men, who are those men? So here's Jesus, I mean, the Lord was telling me, Colin, don't just read this and talk and, and take the same message you've taken away for 60 years of your life now. Don't do that. Let's talk about this. Who are the men? Where's Capernaum? It's on the coast of Galilee. Who are they? These are probably fishermen. I guess. Give me a little literary license here, and the Lord's speaking to me, so he can say, you know these things about, you know a little bit about fishing. So let's just take a guess here. Let's just, let's try this. So I'm thinking, these, and how many men were there, by the way? This doesn't say, but what's, I'm not sure if it's Matthew or Mark, maybe both. There were four, four guys. So four men, fishers of men, who were bringing their buddy, a paralytic, an afflicted one. So they, here they come. What happens? They tried to take him into the house to lay him before Jesus. When they could not find a way to do this, what happened there? The crowd was huge. Here's what the Lord revealed to me. The doors were shut. This was a church. These were the church, these were the church people. 
They were shutting the door. They weren't going to let them in. That's kind of what he told me. Again, I don't know if I've ever heard it that way, but here are these guys that probably stunk. These guys, these guys are probably fishermen. You know, they're just fishing guys. And they were concerned about their buddy who was afflicted, a paralytic, a palsy. That's some of, one of the versions of the Bible. says. They're afflicted. The four fishermen are smelly guys are at the door, and the church would not let him in. That's the way the Lord told me that this is. When they could not find a way to do this because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and lowered him on his mat through the tiles. All right, here, here we are, Pharisees, and we're all... Give me a little grace here, and I'm Jesus. Give me a lot of grace. <laughs> and we're the church, knocking on the door. We're not going to let them in. Why? We know, it, we know it all. There's four stinky fishermen back there. You know, I can just see somebody like, <laughs> we're not going to let them in. Too crowded. They're not gonna, there's no way to get in. Then all of a sudden, there's this, I can just see this, this knocking, this pounding. Something's going on up here. Four guys pound a hole in the roof ceiling and again I don't know if this was exactly how I know what this is all about some say every house then had an escape hatch these guys knew where the escape hatch was and so they you know what I don't know what it was let's just say for the sake of it they did a hole now here we are in a house and the house let's say is I don't know let's some height and it says um, and they lowered him on his mat through the tiles into the middle of the crowd. All right, here you go. You got four guys carrying this guy on a mat, a paralytic, and they lowered him through the hole. What did he do? How did they do that? They've got to have something to do. What? Huh? Oh, fishing line, that's a good guess. I'll go there. I don't know, maybe they took their shirts off and tied knots or their robes or something or anything they had because it, I don't know that they came prepared thinking that the church would turn them away. They came thinking they just wanted to bring him to Jesus. Okay, so what? We don't know what they do. Could have been, though, that they had nets with them. These are fishermen. And I'm thinking this picture I got from the Lord was I got these nets around our necks because... We may have a paralytic, but we're walking along the sea. Brother, we love you, but there's some fish right there. <laughs> and they may just say, wait a minute, we're going to throw the net out right here. We'll just catch some fish, and then we'll, and then we'll get you to Jesus or something. So this is coming in my mind. And here we are, these, these guys. Again, give me some license, but these guys were trying to get in there. And they had to lure him somehow, and it wasn't easy. So they lure him, and whatever that was they used, shirts, fishing nets, whatever that was dangling that mat down, they dropped that down, and listen what it says. Right in front of Jesus. So, here's what the Lord told me. This is easy. Don't, don't, don't make this too hard. You're not supposed to let him go. You're not supposed to 
show them off like you've caught somebody in front of the... You're not supposed to kill them. All you got to do is bring them however you can do that and bring them and drop them right in front of me and I'll take care of them. And I thought, how encouraging is that? That's, our, that's what we've got to do. And I think as we turn to this next phase, that's what it's all about. So I could go on, but let me just think of two or three great things that came out of this for me. One, the Lord is looking for some radical men who will knock holes in the church. Two, he loves, because of our faith, he'll heal others. Three, make no doubt about it, the church knows it when the radical men show up. If they can't get in the door, they're going to come some other way. And I think he's asking us, is the door's locked? Come on in. We're going to get in. And finally, that the miracle there was to show he could heal. The greater miracle is that he's forgiven our sins. That was just so huge to me, and I appreciate the opportunity to just be able to share that as a way of encouraging, because our job as we catch now, always remember, let's bring whoever we can, whoever's hurting the afflicted, bring him to the feet of Jesus. Father, we thank you tonight for this opportunity to gather as men. Father, teach us to be great fishers of men. Father, we understand now what the intention here is, that we don't simply catch those that are afflicted and those that are hurting and those that need you and those that need healing. Father, we know that now. Father, we understand that our mission is to bring them to you. Father, help us to be radical men who knock the doors down if we have to, to show the church, Father, that you can do this, that it's not about church people who've come simply to close the doors, but it's about a church that's willing to open the doors to bring people to your feet. Father, we ask for blessing again on tonight, all the teachings for tonight. Father, we love you, we adore you, we exalt you, we lift you up. It's in your most almighty name we pray. Amen.